0: Welcome to This Is Robotics, radio news, podcasting news and commentary from around the world. Please join us for today's radio news report with your host, Tom Green, for news, analysis, and commentary from the wide world of robotics. Radio News is a production of Asian Robotics Review, your most trusted news resource in global robotics. And now, here's Tom.
1: Hi, folks, and welcome to this, the November 2022 episode of This is Robotics Radio News, our Black Friday show. My, my, has this year flown by, hasn't it? Man, oh, man. I'm Tom Green, your host and fellow companion, as we travel together through the amazing world of robotics. Thanks for coming, and thanks ever so much for making us the number one robotics newscast worldwide. Quite an honor. And it's all because of you. Today's program is exciting as it is interesting. We'll kick things off with robots, cobots, and pharma 4.0. There's a brand new industry racing towards robotics, the industrialization of biolabs. In a minor way, robots have been in biolabs for a long time, since the days of Zymark, first introducing robots into labs back in the 1980s. But it's nothing like what is happening now, and it's all accelerating. A mega industry is on the rise. It's all about AI and robotics literally remaking an industry, the industrialization of BioLab. We'll tell you what's going on and introduce you to the technology and the marketplace. Next, we'll also update you on workplace law, New York City Law 144, which takes effect in about 40 days or less. We've got a counter on the website counting down the days until January. 2023. The new law covers the use of AI in hiring and promotions. Businesses in New York City will hire approximately 90,000 people in 2023, and all hiring will have to adhere to Law 144. There are over 200 robotics, AI, and automation companies in New York City, which this law will most definitely impact. An adverse impact will have a definite ill effect on innovation. And as with many laws emanating from New York, they have a habit of going nationwide, followed by worldwide implications as well. Then we're off to Time Magazine. Time Magazine is out with its best 200 inventions of 2022. It's got 25 separate categories, and robots are literally everywhere. Robotics has seeped its way into a vast swath of technology. Join us for a look. It's amazing what robotics is doing. Then we'll wrap things up with a reprise of our Pittsburgh fan favorite about the death and rebirth of a city because of robotics. Homage to Pittsburgh. Lots of folks from around the world wrote us about this story. Pittsburgh owes a mighty big Thanksgiving thank you to robotics. This segment is such a heartwarming return from the brink of disaster, and so popular uh, worldwide with so many people, I think we'll make it part of our annual Thanksgiving and Black Friday and Cyber Monday programming. Yeah, like Hallmark. Okay, let's get going. Robots, Cobots, and Pharma 4.0. Robots and cobots, more and more, are beginning to exert an outsized impact on life saving and disease preventing new drug discoveries, medicines, and therapeutics. From drug discovery to the manufacturing and packaging of new pharmaceuticals, the marriage of AI and robotics has been crucial to the process. In what's now being called Pharma 4.0, a new world is emerging for robots and cobots, and they are proving themselves up to the task, and then some. Here's a glimpse of what's ahead for robots and cobots.
0: This laboratory is run by robots. These silicon scientists are executing thousands of experiments, searching for life-saving drugs, and building synthetic organisms, all with virtually no human intervention. It's part of an industry-wide push to move away from time-intensive manual benchwork and towards automation. This has the potential to transform how we develop new therapies and could fundamentally reimagine scientific discovery.
1: Although specialized laboratory robots have been around since the 1980s, when Zymac Corporation first introduced them, uptake has been sluggish. The pharmaceutical industry has been slow to adopt robotic technology compared with its manufacturing peers, writes Lars Olsen in Tech Talk.
0: The life sciences is really underserved by automation and technology in general. If you go into a lab, you'll see humans doing a lot of labor intensive work. There's like a joke that PhD students are kind of free labor for professors. When I was doing my PhD, that's actually when I first started using Stratos's robotic cloud lab myself. The concept was that you could log in to a web application, design an experiment with code, and then have it executed for you by robots remotely via the internet. So I got really excited and so I signed up I remember just sort of watching this experiment execute whilst I was just sort of relaxing, and I thought, wow, this is the future of life science.
1: What is basically a market size today of 117 million is, according to Grandview Research, a $350 million global industry by 2030. That's tripling in size. Moderna, for example, leaned heavily on robots to meet its COVID-19 vaccine deadlines. Dave Johnson, Chief Data and Artificial Intelligence Officer at Moderna, remembers all too well Moderna's conversion to digital. One of the big bottlenecks was having enough messenger RNA ready for the scientists to run tests. So what we did is we put in place a ton of robotic automation, put in place a lot of digital systems and process automation and AI algorithms as well. Pharma 4.0, the digital transformation of these biolabs via automated, AI-driven robotics, is being greeted with, hey, why don't we do this sooner? Turns out pharma, therapeutics, and biomedicine labs are perfect places for robots and cobots. Robots and cobots offer tireless labor and error-free productivity that's faster, more accurate, and cheaper than humans. For example, German biotechnology company Evotech announced a new anti-cancer molecule from its work with UK-based Accenture that applies artificial intelligence techniques to small molecule discovery. That discovery was made possible, in part, to robots that cut sample testing time from four to five years to eight months. There's an ever-growing list in the AI drug discovery space of companies onboarding robots to better enable and accelerate the process. Recursion Pharmaceuticals is one. Actorus, Incistro, Relay Therapeutics, and In Silico Medicine are pioneers in the field of AI and robot laboratory partnering. Here's Chris Gibson, co-founder and CEO of Recursion Laboratories, to explain it all.
0: Recursion is industrializing the discovery of medicine, and the reason that's important is because, as you probably know, about 90% of drugs that go into clinical trials fail, despite hundreds of thousands of amazing scientists working for decades to discover them. And so we think there has to be a better way, and Recursion is bringing technology to bear, uh, sophisticated computational techniques, robotics, like you see over my shoulder, to try and improve the kinds of medicines that we can discover, the rate we can discover them, and to try and bring down the cost uh, uh, that we can discover those medicines with. So oh. we're really excited about that. And in fact, this is part of a big trend in our industry. We're seeing lots of companies start up in the space using technology to try and discover new medicines.
1: There's an ever-growing list of robot and cobot vendors like Turin-based Kamau and Swiss-based Staubli Robotics, among a dozen others, that are either quickly adapting existing robots for lab work are developing completely new robots and cobots to meet the burgeoning needs of Pharma 4.0. Beyond the laboratory, robots and cobots are also needed and necessary for the manufacturing, packaging, and shipping of pharmaceuticals to clinics and hospitals. PAC Expo International 2022, which just concluded in Chicago, had a massive 70,000-square-foot pavilion dedicated to life sciences packaging for companies that are manufacturing pharmaceuticals, biologics, nutraceuticals, and medical devices. Stelbley Robotics highlighted its TX260 SteriClean robot for pharmaceutical manufacturing and packaging at PEC Expo. The SteriClean is designed to be flexible for drug delivery formats including vials, IV bags, syringes, cartridges, and transdermal devices. Industrial robot and cobot developer Komau is also making a dash for the laboratory market space with the introduction of its Racer 5 SE for sensitive environments. The Racer 5 SE is a high-speed industrial robot converted for special and sensitive settings. The Kamau Lab robot features a protective water, heat, and grease-resistant coating, has ruggedized six-axis articulated robot arm, and fully qualifies for IP67 certification. Kamau says that his Racer 5 SE addresses the specific need for speed, accuracy, and repeatability within clean rooms in other sensitive environments. Overall, Pharma 4.0 is really just beginning for robots and cobots. The pharmaceutical industry, which covers the research, development, production, and distribution of medications, is a $1.4 trillion global business. If humanity is looking to Pharma 4.0 to cure a host of previously intractable diseases, we better hope that robots and cobots take on the job. There's a big change coming to New York City beginning January 1st. For New York City's over 200 robotics, AI, and automation companies, the change may be very significant and may adversely impact recruiting hiring, and promoting of technical staff, which could, in turn, put a major crimp on innovation. The big change is called Law 144. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. Local Law 144 is a first-of-its-kind law for employers doing business in New York City. New York City Local Law 144 bars employers and employment agencies from using automated employment decision tools, or AEDTs, for the screening of job applicants or employee promotions unless those tools have been independently audited for bias. In simpler terms, the use of AI in hiring promotions. That's what it's all about. New York City-based surveillance technology oversight project called STARP said the new law on algorithmic bias will rubber stamp discrimination by enabling more biased AI software. Our Henry Leonard, who has been following and reporting on the law for us for months now, is back with another update. Henry has been working closely with Littler, the world's largest employment and labor law practice, and Littler's workplace policy institutes. Jim Peretti, to do a deep dig into what's ahead for 2023. Many thanks to Littler's Workplace Policy Institute for its expertise and magnificent resources in enabling Henry to get at this story for us. As Littler's Jim Peretti has noted, state and local governments are moving quickly to enact laws affecting the use of AI in employment decisions. New York City is the poster child for such legislation because of its size and potential. New York has got 4.5 million employees and annually hires on average 90,000 new employees. According to Peretti, artificial intelligence is reinventing human resources and HR is preparing to embrace AI tools without knowing exactly what they will deliver or change. Check out Henry's newest installment in the saga surrounding Law 144. There's a link in today's show notes to Henry Lennon's full story covering Law 144. Confusion reigns over approaching New York City AI bias audit law due to take effect January 1st, 2023. Get some insight into how this kind of law may affect the hiring of technical talent in New York City's over 200 robotics, AI, and automation firms. This next story is for all of those, like myself, who love inventions, technology, and robotics. And it's also for those who are wondering, hey, what has robotics done for me lately? Time Magazine's annual issue of Best Inventions is out, and it's the subject of our What's New in Robotics column. What's New in Robotics, if you recall, is our new podcast column that we do in partnership with Robotique, the world leader in plug-and-play cobot applications. This time around, What's New in Robotics takes a look at Time Magazine's 200 Best Inventions for 2022. According to Time, the list celebrates innovations that are making the world better, smarter, and a bit more fun. As expected, robotics is a well-represented category. However, even better is seeing that robotics has seeped its way into many other categories and many other inventions. Robotics is literally everywhere, even grabbing the highly coveted Time Magazine cover spot. For Time Magazine, this is the 20th year presenting the year's best inventions. Although there are 25 categories of global best inventions, ranging from AI to wellness, with robotics having its very own category, it's fascinating to note how robotics has managed to seep itself into nearly every other category. For example, the accessibility category has both Eliq, the elder care robot from Intuition Robotics, and also Esper Bionics' first ever AI powered robot prosthetic hand. In fact, it's Esper the robotic hand that is on time's cover. So bang, right off the bat, with a category that begins with the letter A for accessibility, there's two robots. If we slide down a bit to the design category, we have Icon's 3D printed house zero with its wall system of proprietary lavacrete. It can be built in 10 days, and the home improves energy efficiency while reducing material costs, waste, and build time. ICON this year broke ground on the country's largest 3D-printed community, a 100-home project in Austin, Texas. Slide further down the alphabet to the experimental category, and it hosts Vicarious Surgicals, ultra-small robotic surgical system that makes incisions barely one and a half centimeters in size. Through that teeny opening, the robot enters the patient's body. Complication rates from open surgeries are 15 to 20 percent just from the incision, says Vicarious Surgical CEO Adam Sachs. By making incisions really small you can knock complication rates down to 1%. Sliding down the alphabet to the letter H, there's the household category. And what's a household category without a robot vacuum? And no, this year there's no Roomba in sight. Rather, Roborock's S7 Mark V Ultra from Digital Design, a two-in-one mop and vacuum robot that automatically maps and recognizes rooms. It fills its own water tank, cleans its own mop pad, and empties its own dustbin. If you want to dig deeper into each of these inventions, robotic or otherwise, look in the show notes for the link to the Robotique blog, where the exact same story is written. And it has all of the links to all of the companies and all of the inventions. Let's skip over the R for the robotics category for a moment and jump right to transportation. Transportation, as might be expected, showed the most in robotics. Shooting over to Norway, there's the all-electric autonomous Smart City Ferry from Heike, which autonomously navigates harbor waterways and docks at passenger stations, where it wirelessly recharges. Gatic's driverless box trucks for short-haul fixed-route deliveries debuted two years ago with drivers, and now they're going solo. No drivers. The box trucks move orders between Walmart's warehouse and grocery store in Bentonville, Arkansas. Then the Zipline and its drones announced a partnership with Walmart. The Zipline Walmart drones will deliver customer orders within 50 miles of its drone distribution center in Pea Ridge, Arkansas. Zipline's drones don't land. They airdrop parachute-protected packages within 15 minutes of ordering. Then there's Boeing's MQ-25 Stingray, which is an autonomous flying fuel tanker that can refuel fighter jets while aloft. The U.S. Navy plans on procuring 76 of these Boeing-made drones. Then, of course, there's robotics own category. And if you add it into the robotics category all the other robots in all the other categories, this would really be a behemoth of a section. This category is marked for Pure Robotics and it has eight innovation winners for 2022. Those winners range from Flippy 2, you know Flippy from Miso Robotics that works as a fry cook in fast food restaurants for three grand a month and comes with a new auto bin system that uses AI to recognize raw ingredients, fry them to perfection and then place them in hot holding. I love that word, hot holding. LG Electronics launched this year its Chloe, the servebot, into a pool of a half-dozen other similar food-serving and table-busing robots on the market. LG's robot, however, is the first commercial service robot to be globally certified for safe operation in places like restaurants and hotels. In addition to that distinction, Chloe can carry up to 66 pounds and works 11 straight hours using LiDAR sensors and a 3D camera to move through crowded spaces. The UK pulled off an award with a small robot company, which scored an award for its trio of AI-driven farm robots named Tom, Dick, and Harry. Tom, no relation, rolls around digitally mapping weeds and crop plants into a detailed crop treatment plan. Then it's up to Dick and Harry to handle the fertilizing, the weeding, and seeding, respectively. Lyra, a treaded tank looking machine developed by the University of Manchester, also in the UK, rumbles through underground shafts in nuclear plants, mapping radioactive material with its five radiation detectors, a laser scanner, two cameras, lights, and a manipulator arm that can take swab samples from the wall or floor of the duct. As Time's best innovations for 2022 judges said of Phantom Auto's remote operation platform for logistics, forklift drivers can now finally work from home. The work-from-home forklift driver sits at a computer outfitted with a steering wheel, pedals, and other forklift controls. The remote driver has real-time 360-degree eyes and ears around the vehicle and the ability to remotely communicate with on-the-ground colleagues via a two-way radio-audio system. Then there's an exoskeleton for the rest of us. Enhanced Robotics unveiled the Sportsmate 5, which is worn around the waist and braces the thighs the exoskeleton provides assistance or resistance during an activity with the touch of a button. The sportsmate's five algorithms can detect a person's gait and produce the torque needed to help someone to more easily achieve that motion. Or trainees can work in reverse by generating more force for their muscles to train against. Then there's Hydrus, the subsea drone. Much like anyone can personally own and use an airborne drone, the inventors of Hydrus seek to produce a subsea drone that anyone can own and use. As such, Advanced Navigation, the developer, is offering its autonomous underwater vehicle to democratize oceanic exploration. Well, it costs $45,000, so democracy comes at a cost. Weighing a mere 15 pounds with 4K cameras and an AI image processing system, Hydras can descend to a depth of 9,000 feet. That's amazing. So if you're looking to hunt down sunken cities or pirate booty or even go rebuild a coral reef, Hydrus may be the vehicle for you. If you're interested in seeing more of Time Magazine's Salute to Robotics, see the link in the show notes to the full blog at Robotics website. Odds are that Time Magazine's picks for 2023 Robotics will have seeped even deeper into technology. As some pundits frequently warn, the robots are coming for us. Indeed they are. But we humans seem to be the better off because of it. Pittsburgh is one of the world's greatest robotics hubs. But it wasn't always that way. With the collapse of the steel industry there in the 1980s, Pittsburgh was devastated and it looked like it was doomed. The city reached out to robotics nurtured it, and with that nurturing and a lot of hard work came greatness. Surprisingly, not enough people know about Pittsburgh's plight and transformation. As Joel Reed, executive director of the Pittsburgh Robotics Network, put it when asked, Pittsburgh is a bigger, more capable, and more influential robotics center than the world knows. So true. I found out the hard way. So there I was, speaking with the Brain Trust, charged with transforming Korea's Daegu City into Asia's largest robot technopolis, and I mentioned Pittsburgh as a model on how robotics can be so transformative for a city. With great interest, but mostly unaware of what took place in Pittsburgh, they asked how Pittsburgh related to Daegu City. They knew very little about Three Rivers other than the famous CMU, Carnegie Mellon University, a hotbed of robotics. I told them that probably no other city in the world owes as much to its revitalization as Pittsburgh does to robotics. That immediately piqued their curiosity. They wanted to know more. Although Daegu City, which is a population of about 2.5 million, is bustling in one of Korea's most successful cities, and certainly far from the devastation of Pittsburgh in the 1980s, its rendezvous with robotics may be equally enriching. All of which got me to thinking, how many should know about Pittsburgh, but don't. Here's a bunch of folks 7,000 miles away who want to know more and are sure that Pittsburgh's rise as a robot metropolis could help their cause. My next thought was, what a perfect story of Thanksgiving to publish during Thanksgiving. Homage to Pittsburgh. How Robotics Saved a City. Pittsburgh from Dying Steel Town to Global Robotics Hub. I asked good friend Henry Leonard, lifelong Pittsburgh resident and a former writer for the Pittsburgh Business Times, to share with our readers how Pittsburgh pulled off this remarkable renaissance. At the peak of the Pittsburgh steel industry in the early 1970s, writes Henry, it employed more than 90,000 workers. By 1980, that number dropped to 44,000. In the mid-1980s, the entire industry collapsed, with massive layoffs and mill closures, By 2000, 29 steel companies in Pittsburgh had declared bankruptcy. Pittsburgh's unemployment rate reached 17% in 1983, and the city was losing more than 4,000 people a month. Its aspiring middle class was cratering never to return. And that was just the economy. The health of the city was worse. Historically, the air quality issues in Pittsburgh, you could qualify them as severe. It was a grim city, a city you could taste in your mouth, a city that
0: smarted in your eyes.
1: If you go back to the 1940s and 1950s, life expectancy, particularly for people who worked in industrial facilities, wasn't much above 50, 55 years old. In the years since, Pittsburgh remade itself with robotics, artificial intelligence, advanced manufacturing, and software. Hundreds of new robotics and other high-tech companies dot the landscape and are thriving, which in turn has transformed the city. Pittsburgh's growing in population for the first time since the 1950s and now features regularly in lists like the hottest cities of the future. And it's all due to robotics. I liked Henry's Pittsburgh Renaissance article so much that I quickly commissioned another from him. This time, let's look at Pittsburgh's future where is it bound in this burgeoning age of robots and automation? So next month, Henry's Part 2 will tell us. In the meantime, Pittsburgh, from Dying Steel Town to Global Robotics Hub, awaits your reading pleasure. At This Is Robotics page for Black Friday's special at Asian Robotics Review. Food for thought. Wouldn't it be awesome if Pittsburgh and Dago City hooked up as sister cities and cross-pollinated each other with robotics? what cool things could come of that? Maybe a few among Pittsburgh's robotics elite many might set up a branch in Dago City, and a few from Dago City might head to Pittsburgh. How sweet would that be? Well, dear friends, we've come to the close of another This is Robotics Radio News podcast. Many thanks for coming. We sincerely hope that you enjoyed your brief stay with us, found the program interesting, and and had a few takeaways that will stick in your memory banks and power your day along. Thanks also to Global Robotics for being such a wonderful source for news. As a production of Asian Robotics Review, we hope you visit the site regularly. And please, sign up for our twice-weekly newsletters. It's painless. Just your email is all we need. So long. Until next time.
0: That brings to a close today's edition of Radio News. As always, thank you for your interest and attention. Until our next report, please be sure to click on over to This Is Robotics, the online news column at Asian Robotics Review. Also, look for This Is Robotics Radio News at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and Pandora. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, this is Radio News, signing off. Have a great day.